What's up, everybody? It's your Giraffe Queens, Kate and Michelle. We're so excited to be in your earballs for the third consecutive week in a row talking about football. Michelle, how are you? Are you enjoying this wonderful day, this wonderful summer afternoon? I mean, as always, love me some summertime, love me some sunshine, and love me some football. And as Kate said, we are back again, week over week, getting excited about the upcoming football season and uh, and breaking down a little AFC North for y'all today. Well, first of all, I have to apologize to our listeners because as you may have have discovered, I am not using my normal microphone, and I didn't last week either. So I'm sorry if I sound like a robot. I haven't even really tested the audio, so I hope you can hear me fine, Michelle. I don't know. I'm using I'm using my phone. But actually, I've found that the phone works really well, so hopefully it's not too much of a departure. Um, and before we, if we're talking about departures, before we get into this episode, can we do my segment called Just One Thing with Kate? <laughs> Yes, the best the best new segment of the year is Just One Thing with Kate Walsh. Just One Thing with Kate. Um, today, Michelle, what I'd like to talk about, because like I said last week, I've been on the road, been back and forth from L.A. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about today is just how crazy it is that what a time to be alive. Honestly, that's the topic of the day. You're just laughing and drinking your drink and trying not to spit it out. I see that happening. I mean, it just, like, this was really just one of the smartest things you've ever come up with. Because if this really gives people an opportunity to see inside of Kate's brain and, and having her, forcing her to only choose one of the crazy things that are floating around in her brain at a time is just a magical thing to it's watch. really hard. And look I'll, I'll tell you, it's today. hard. Life, it's, life itself is it's just one thing. <laughs> today, the topic is life itself. I'm feeling inspired today, Michelle. I'm feeling it. And the reason is because life. I've been traveling around. And first of all, New York and California, the two states that I've been between the last two weeks, they are lifting all of their COVID restrictions. And it's it amazing. feels like we're we're living life again. I'm unmasked and I feel free. And so and vaccinated. That all, She's unmasked and, and vaccinated, vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't definitely worry. Definitely vaccinated. Yes, absolutely vaccinated. Absolutely not wearing my mask anymore. And it feels really good. Like it feels good to be able to walk into a restaurant and sit down and feel comfortable. And the return to normalcy feels very real because like legally all of these things are getting lifted. So I feel like today my just one thing is simply life itself and the return to like a hot girl summer here. I mean, preach. It's it's super exciting. Uh, you know, New York has in the last few weeks has flipped from, you know, worst to best in, in, in many ways. So it feels good for us New Yorkers to, yes. to be back headed towards some sort of normalcy, enjoying summer, making sure folks are getting vaccinated and just, yeah, it it's. It is. You're right, Kate. Just it's a great thing. This crazy life that we've been living through the last God, almost two years at this point. I know it feels like a celebration. It feels like a celebration. There were fireworks in New York. We were watching them from the roof. It's so exciting. Um, but anyway, so that's my just one thing for today. I'm keeping it to just one simple thing. But the so reason we are all gathered here today is not because of my tangents. It is because Today, Michelle, we are talking about the one and only 
AFC North. We're sticking with the AFC again, and uh, today's conference breakdown is the AFC North. We've already broken down uh, the AFC West. We did that last week, and we kicked off this entire breakdown with the AFC East. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, do go back, give them a listen, because it'll give you some context for what we're talking about today. Um, So it's North time. Uh, Who we got in the AFC North, Michelle? So AFC North, we've got the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals. And that is the exact order that those teams finished last year. Uh, the Steelers were 12-4, and four, uh, the Ravens and the Browns were 11-5, and five, and then the poor Cincinnati Bengals finished at 4-11. and 11. But we will talk about why that happened and why that will change this year. That said, I think this is going to be another really competitive um conference we talked about the AFC West last week I think there's going to be some excitement there I think the same you know goes for for the AFC North I definitely have a bold prediction that I will share when we get to how we think that folks are gonna are gonna finish but um let's just jump right in I I really want to talk about the Bengals first um you do okay I do I really want to talk about the Bengals first because Joey B is coming back, and I feel really excited about it. This poor guy, he started out great last year. He got, you know, devastating knee injury, but he's been working yeah. to get back at it. And work he has been putting in. Everyone is is pointing towards he'll be back for the beginning of the season at 100%, if not better. He's, he's out at camp. He's gaining weight. He's feeling good. And, like, this is their guy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, this is their guy. And shit just fell apart when he fell apart. And, you know, I, I, I'm very excited to see him return. I know that the Bengals feel the same way. Um, and so uh, I'm definitely rooting for, for Joey B uh, and, his, and his return. I think that's going to be a game changer for the team. The other game changer, you know, for for this team is, you know, the fact that they they drafted Jamar Chase, you know. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I mean, you just, you have to talk about it, right? Like, I mean, you've got Joe, he's back, he's healthy, you know, you're picking up, you know, what is being projected to be, you know, one of the best rookie wide receivers this year. You know, these guys connecting, you know, again, is going to be big for this team, and I think that, everyone else around them on this team is going to be, you know, following and rallying around these two guys this year. Yeah. I've got one thing to say really about the Bengals. And that is if you're, if you're from Cincinnati, if you're listening to this and you are from Cincinnati or you have any affinity for the Bengals, I, I know you've been down bad. I know it. And I'm sorry for that. You had Andy Dalton at the helm for a while. That wasn't fun. It's not fun to be a Bengals fan. <laughs> that wasn't okay? fun. It, it's not fun, okay? So I do, in reading their depth chart for this year, like their starting lineup right now, their three wide receivers are Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Awesome. They've got, I, I love Quentin Spain. He was also a former Titan. Um, but in general, they've made pretty big, like, on offense and defense, like really big line moves. That's exciting. Drew Sample is their tight end. I've got some, I'm a little excited about that. Joe Mixon as their running back. I'm excited about that with Perina's as backup. Long as, as long as Joe, uh, Joe needs to stay healthy. Like Joe, yes. Joe's a little hit or miss, but he needs to stay healthy. But yes, but I, I, I definitely agree with you there. And then there's Joey B. We were, when we started last season of Draft Queens, we were so excited about Joey B. And he didn't disappoint until, to your point, like he got injured. So 
I am I'm with you like it may be a really exciting year to be a Bengals fan so that's why I'm speaking directly to all the Bengals fans that (laughs) this could be a this could be a better there is a better day here there's a better day I definitely think there's a better better day here. Uh, you're not going to see these guys finish uh, at at four and eleven again. It's just no. not going. It, it won't happen. I don't think. That's exciting. Let's try and get them up to like a a five hundred record this year. I can I see think, it. I think so. I think so. Uh, so switching gears a little bit, where it is fun to be, uh, I think a fan, especially you know from uh, from last season. You know, is is the Cleveland Cleveland Browns? Um, I think yeah. that team was, was really exciting to watch last year. Um, I think they'll probably be really exciting, you know, to watch again this year. This is this is one of those teams that didn't really make a ton of offseason moves because they have some synergy happening over there, you know? Like, things are clicking, things are working. I mean, when you've got a, a, a backfield, you know, consisting of, uh, you know, Nick Chubb, who is just, like, incredible. Just a, you know, a, you know Nick, Nick Chubb had a heck of a season, you know, last year. Um, and I think he'll like continue to, you know, be in that same, you know, boat, uh, this year, you also have Kareem Hunt, like, so, you know, between the two of those guys, they were just plowing in and scoring touchdowns last year, just nonstop. Mm. And so again, this is, this is definitely like more of a, they're not really in much of a rebuilding. I think Baker's starting to find his stride, you know, with, with these guys, um, you've got a pretty good tight end core going on over here. And I think this is one of those scenarios where, not seeing a lot happening in the offseason, what's like in terms of new folks coming, you know, in or, or leaving. I think what you're going to see here is just these guys are bonding even more and, and really like finding, you know, finding their groove. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. And it's worth mentioning that they will also just have weapons who are returning. So Odell Beckham Jr. is back and it's they have James Hudson who they just drafted. Like there there's some there's some movement happening piece by piece, but all of those little tweaks feel really really productive, you know? Like it's there's no sweeping, you know, signings. They're not dropping anyone. It's just like little tweaks that are getting them closer and closer to really being the most potentially one of the most solid teams in this conference in the yeah. AFC North. I think it's really exciting. I think the uh the dog pound out in uh in Cleveland's going to be uh very very ramped up this year. I mean I mean as we're going through this, I I just this the AFC North's amazing. This is an ex- this is going to be a competitive conference. The AFC North is exciting with the exception in my opinion of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really truly think that the Steelers are going to fall from their graces of first place from last year, and you are not going to see something happening that's nearly as exciting there this year. I, I, I mean, I love, I love Mike Tomlin. I really, really do. Um, I just think uh, – I really think that um, Ben, like, we're done. The time has passed. I, I really you think, think he should have thrown the, the, the cleats in. I, I think he had an amazing season last year. We talked a lot about how excited everybody was on the Steelers to play with Ben and have him at the helm last year. Obviously, the season that they had shows, you know, that. Now, they didn't they didn't win it all, and so I think that was a really big, you know, letdown for a lot of them. I was semi-surprised to see Big Ben come back, to be honest. Um, 
they do have some great names, you know, on this team. There hasn't been a lot of stuff that has changed, you know, in the offseason. You saw an incredible rookie year from Chase Claypool. I think that'll continue. You know, they brought Juju Smith-Schuster back only for one year. Like, so that's not like a very long-term commitment we're talking about here. Um, But I don't know. I just, there's something in the water. There's something in the air that is making me feel like Ben just doesn't have those big, crazy games in him that he used to. Um, And I don't find that their run game is as strong as it used to be. And I do not see this team having the season that they had last year. I just don't. I think okay. Here's how I here's how I feel about it. I love a hot take. I love your hot take, Michelle. That's I my do. hot take. That's, I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe that's our new segment too. While I get my just one thing, you get your hot take segment. <laughs> I <clears throat> I uh sort of agree. In that, I think that I think this is the last season for this regime. If we're talking, like, old regime to new regime, I think this is the last year for Big Ben. Like, I really feel it in my bones. If this year doesn't go well, if if what you're predicting is correct, then he's done. I think he's yeah. done at least on the Steelers, if not done with his career in the NFL. Um, yeah. Where I struggle, though, the reason I can't say definitively that I think the Steelers are going to fall from grace is because of the names on this roster. I just I know, can't, like, I can't look at Najee Harris joining the team in the backfield and saying, oh, my God, they're going to be horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, between Najee Harris and Benny Snell Jr., like, that's amazing by committee. I could see that working for them if Ben doesn't have those big moments in him anymore. Now, if we see another scenario, like when Ben Ben was out two years ago for the whole season and Mason Rudolph was their quarterback, then I think they're fucked. So it's just this one to me is a the toss of a coin. I think they have the talent. I think they have it in them. But if they don't perform this year, I think it's just going to be a, a reorg, if you will. It's going to be a restructure yeah, and they're just yeah. going to like re-piece the team together because it's not working clearly. But last season they had a great season. You know, they ended top of the AFC North 12 and four. And I think they could do it again. It remains to be seen, but that's my feeling on it. All right. We'll see. That's I, I, my, my bold prediction is that these guys are going to take a pretty big hit in terms of, you know, where they, where they land this year. Just, just based on some of the things that we've talked about, you know, Cleveland really finding a groove that they maybe didn't have, you know, like two years ago, but started to find last year, Cincinnati getting, you know, a number one wide receiver and getting their, their quarterback back. And then of course, you know, the, the Ravens, I mean, you know, the Ravens are the Ravens and the Ravens are really freaking good. I'm really fucking scared of the Ravens. I gotta tell you, like (laughs) it, it always, it always comes down to the Raven. I don't know why, but always, in the playoffs, it is always the Ravens and the Titans. And lest we forget when we beat, well, we being the Titans, but the Titans, like, I'm always, this is the the opponent I am always most scared to meet. More scared than the Chiefs, frankly, half the time. Um, and that's probably, there's just, there's a feeling to the Ravens that they, they scare me, quite frankly. And looking yeah. at their what they've done in the off season and what we're looking at walking into this season, I'm I'm scared of the Ravens. I'll just say that. I mean, I think everybody should be scared of the Ravens. Like they've obviously proven, you know, that uh, between you know their quarterback 
you know, game from and their tight end game and their run game. And I mean, they just they have the full package. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything slowing down um, on this team, you know, this year. Uh, I, I just don't see Lamar Jackson, you know, getting worse. You know, if the only no. thing I could see happening that makes, you know, things a little bit more interesting and a little more competitive, even though this was a pretty competitive conference last year is, you know, people are starting to understand Lamar Jackson's game a bit more. And so if if you're starting to understand it and if you can, you know, figure out how to defend it or cut some of his run game off and force him to throw a little bit more, like, that could be where you see the Ravens break down a little bit. Not to say he can't throw, but he is a major, 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 like, fear factor when he's yeah, out there he's got Cam running. Newton vibes. Yeah, he's right. got Cam vibes. So, I mean, when you think about that, look, they, they kept uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown. They picked up Sammy Watkins, as you mentioned. Uh, they have Mark Andrews, who is a top five, uh, you know, tight end. You've got J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, you know, in the backfield. Again, there is a full package here with a really, really strong quarterback, you know, manning the field. Um, I think they have more – they, meaning mostly Lamar Jackson, now has some more um, – experience in playoff games and things of that nature also makes them scarier. Um, so, you know, like it's, they're the full package. It's as, as much yeah. as like, you know, they are, they're just the full package. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think that if we're going to talk about rankings here at some point, uh, I know we're pretty early in the episode to start ranking, but uh, I think the Ravens are going to be the best team in this in this conference. Yeah, I think they're lean and they're mean, and you know they made some cuts. They, they they're trimming the fat. You know they got rid of the Des Bryant situation. I mean, I yeah. think he was just. I think that was just distracting. You know, for for the team. I agree. You know, you have like you said, picking up someone like Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins knows how to play for a guy like Lamar. I mean, he played with Pat Mahomes, and there's a lot of similarities there. So uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think I think. Um, yeah, I think the Ravens, you know, are going to kind of pick up where they left off, you know, last season um, and, and definitely finish, you know, atop here. But, you know, I think this is another situation where, like, all ships are going to rise and this is going to be a really, really competitive. It already was competitive last year. I think it's going to be even more competitive um, to watch these teams specifically face off against one another in, in this conference. Yeah. You put it perfectly. It's like trimming the fat. The 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 moves that the cuts that have been made have been really good cuts. Like no more RG three, no more Mark Ingram, no more Des Bryant. It's just like no more funny business here, folks. Like we're really yeah. this. It's time to gun for it. And so they want to win it. Yep. Yeah. And and if we're comparing the Ravens to the Steelers, then I think you're exactly right. I think that the the Ravens are the better team and that puts the Steelers in a precarious situation this this year because I I don't know how they if you're comparing the two, the Ravens are clearly the better team. So I'd be I mean, at some point we'll probably have to do a wrap up of like all of the teams and who we're predicting to fall where like n- no matter what conference they're in, but for this yeah. particular conference Ravens I mean, are the look, top of the charts for me. I totally agree. I think uh, I, the Ravens finish number one here, definitely. They're going to make a big playoff run this year. Um, but then what happens? Kinda, Who is next? Well, here's the thing that's kind of crazy, though. Like, it, I think, you know, we all thought the Ravens were the top team last year, and somehow the, the Steelers eked them out. That's kind of where I'm at also, where I just don't think that's going to happen again this year. I do not think that the Steelers are going to be able to eke out the Ravens like they did last year. Um, and so that's why I have the Ravens at number one. 
honestly, I don't even think I have the, the Steelers at number two. Mm. I, 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 I really don't even think that I have them at number two. I think I have the Browns at number two. Really? Yep, I do. I, okay, so this is where we're just going to disagree. Agree to That's disagree. Fine. I yeah. know. Let's do, let's do it. Let's do it. This is totally on a hunch. I like. I agree with everything you said about Pittsburgh. I think there's names there. I think there's great yeah. names there. I just I feel like it is the end of the regime, and you're gonna watch it crumble this year. Not that's just how I feel it's gonna happen. I feel yeah. like they finished number one, twelve and four, but they didn't make a Super Bowl play. I just feel like that hurts the team and. I just don't know that they're going to yeah. come at it the same way they did last year. That's why I can't that's why I can't put them there. I uh yeah, I guess we'll just agree to disagree. I I think right. this is it. I hope that they I hope that they're able to eke it out. Um I I don't see them beating the Ravens, but I do if you were to put the Steelers up against the Browns, I would say yeah, the Steelers are going to whoop the Browns. So, I would put them I would put the Steelers number 2. All right. Well, let's see uh, how that one shakes out. I know mine's a really bold. It's really bold, but I just think there's a lot. Of I other, love it. A lot of other things that are coming together, and and while not much has changed for the Steelers, there's just something that's telling me it's not going to be the season that they had last year. Well, I am shocked though because I thought you were going to put the Steelers like dead last based on how you were talking about the Bengals. So what's up with the well, Bengals? Here's the thing. I think the Bengals are going to finish with a way better record than they did last year. They are not going to finish at 4-11. and I think this team is is like a 500 team. I think, like I said, the reuniting of, of Joe and Jamar is going to be like really awesome and fun to watch. And I think it's going to make them really competitive, you know, across the league, not just in this conference. But that said, some of this other, you know, some of these other folks that we've talked about, experience-wise, depth-wise, you know, the Bengals don't necessarily have all of those things going for them. So while I think they're going to have a better overall season than they did last year, I think they're going to be at 500. But I don't know that they'll be able to eke out mm. the Steelers. That's, that's sort of where my head is at. You've heard it here first, folks. This is a very hot take from Michelle. I, uh, I... I guess we're just going to have to see. So here's, I guess here's how we rank them, right? Like, so we've got Ravens in the number one spot, Bengals in the number four spot, and then you and I disagree on the Browns versus the Steelers coming in two, three. You've got, you've got the Browns higher. I've got the Steelers higher. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting one, but there's uh there's going to be a lot of interesting things to watch in, uh, I'm in like, this conference. Yeah, there is. And I'm I honestly like I'll I'll be the first one to say it on the record. I'm excited to be proven wrong and I'll be really really I'll be watching this conference. I think this is one of the ones that could go all sorts of ways because to your point about all ships rising, they're all really good teams. It's going to be a fun one. Definitely going to be a fun one. We'll see. We'll see what ha- I love making these bold predictions like 5 months, 6 months out. Like, we'll we'll see. It's just a feeling. It's yeah. just it on paper I could be 100% wrong, but I just, this is just my feeling. I don't know. Hey, no crystal ball. No, no crystal, crystal ball. ball. That is a perfect note to end on before we pivot for next week into the AFC South to round out the AFC. AFC South is my favorite. It's going to be a fun one. So make sure that you tune in next week. You know where to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Throw us a subscribe. If not a five-star on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate you. But in any event, 
find us on our socials. We want to talk to you. We want to talk shop and football. Um, so find us at the Draft Queens on Instagram and that at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. And as always, we will see you next Friday in your earballs to talk AFC South. And of course, to sign off, it will be Tighten Up Baby! Yeah.